Chapter 27 Miles had never even heard of before school detention. Technically, that wasn't even detention. You had to be at school already to be detained. What would you call it? Prevention? Apprehension? Incarceration? What was he going to tell his mom? He walked to the bathroom. Niles Sparks was sitting on a sink. Miles was too tired to be surprised. How did you know I'd come here? First place I'd go if I got all those detention, Niles said. Miles went to the next sink and turned on the cold tap. There was only a cold tap. He looked in the mirror. He did not look well. He needed sleep. And now he was going to have to wake up early so he could make it to detention. Listen, Niles, he said. I surrender. Sorry, said Niles. I don't accept. Niles, I can't do this anymore. I'm not going to have time to prank anymore. You win. Please, let's end the prank war. Niles grinned. Oh, we can end the prank war. But you just, I don't accept your surrender. Niles held out his hand. Truce. But, oh, come on, Niles said. Buck up. I'm already ahead right now. You would have gotten me eventually. Miles wasn't sure that was true. It's true, Niles said. I keep telling you, you've got real talent. You understand people and you're quick on your feet. That bacon flyer for Coach O? Brilliant. The ten plagues excuse? I could never have made that up on the spot, he shrugged. I'm more of a planner. Yeah? Yeah. I never wanted this prank war to begin with. Pranksters like us shouldn't be stepping on each other's wingtips. Miles splashed some water on his face. A lot of so-called pranksters, said Niles. They just flush a cherry bomb down the toilet and spend the rest of the school year high-fiving themselves. But we've got ambition. We're visionaries. Miles had always thought of himself as a bit of a visionary. Miles, we need each other. We need each other? I thought you were always saying how much you can teach me. Oh, I can, Niles said. Miles rolled his eyes. Look, I can teach you things. You can teach me things. Together, we'll prank better. We compliment each other. Blah, blah, blah. Great. Whatever. That's not why we need each other. The faucet ran. Why then? Miles asked. I need a friend. Niles was matter of fact. And so do you. Pranking is better with a buddy. Niles held out his hand. Truce? If Miles shook, well, that was that. They would just be school buddies. They'd be real buddies. Miles took a good look at the kid perched on the sink. He'd never met anyone like him. A sash-wearing kiss-up with the secret brain of a pranking mastermind. A visionary. A weirdo. Did Miles Murphy really want to be friends with a kid like Niles Sparks? Truce. They shook. Niles hopped off the sink. Great. I'm going to get you off the hook with Barkin. Wait. How? Pretty sure it's a violation of Chapter 13, Section 2 of the Disciplinary Code to punish you when there's no circumstantial evidence. What? You know, stuff that implies you committed a crime, but doesn't prove it. I'm going to tell him we should give you some slack and try to catch you red-handed so he can forget about detention and just expel you. He'd love to expel you. Miles shut off the tap. Okay, and so I guess then I just lay low for a while? No way, Niles said, bound for the door. You and I are going to pull the biggest prank Yanni Valley's ever seen. Fact 921, the average person eats 48 pints of ice cream a year. Guess who we can thank for all that ice cream? Cows! Have you thanked a cow today? Fact 922, 
No two cows have the same set of spots. Their spot patterns are like fingerprints. This is good to know in case a cow robs your bank. Fact 923. Cows do not rob banks. Chapter 28. The next morning there was a rubber chicken in Miles' locker. At half past three, Miles rang the doorbell of the big blue house at 47 Barter Cream Lane. Niles answered, sashless. You made it! Miles held up the chicken. I learned the telephone cipher in kindergarten. You don't have to bring the chicken. Oh yeah, I forgot. Come on in. The Sparks' resident was tidy and quiet. Niles led Miles through the room after the white carpeted room. Beige sofas, big TVs, bar stools that swiveled, blonde wood and white leather. This is the TV lounge. There's half a bath. Here's the kitchen. Are your parents home, Miles asked. Yeah, Dad's in his office. Mom's in her office. He pointed in opposite directions. They work from home. Do you want something to drink? We have a bunch of drinks. A soda? I have regular soda and diet soda. Or I have a bunch of natural sodas, which are pretty good, actually. But then I figured you might not like to drink soda. So I got us a bunch of different juices. And I could make you an Arnold Palmer, which is half lemonade and half iced tea, if you're allowed to drink iced tea. I guess I'll just have a glass of water, Miles said. Tap water or sparkling water? Tap water's fine. Miles was clearly disappointed. Actually, sparkling sounds good. Great. Miles and Niles sat on the counter and drank water with bubbles. So, said Niles, I've never had a friend over to my house before. Is this going okay? Sure, said Miles. Is this fun? I mean, I thought we should hang out, but I don't know if this is fun. It's fun. Niles took a sip of water. No, no, it's not. Come on, I'll show you something cool. Niles' bedroom looked like it belonged in another house. The carpet had been ripped up to reveal a cherry wood floor that was dark and shiny. There was a deep red rug with golden swirls, a desk and a bed and a big armchair that looked very old. Two large speakers hooked up to a complicated audio system, the tallest globe Miles had ever seen. The rest was books. Books piled high in stacks that leaned against the walls and reached almost to the ceiling. If there was an organizing principle to Niles' library, Miles couldn't see it. In one column, he saw an atlas, three novels, and a joke book, two copies of Ezio Trot, and volumes on cacti and thoroughbred racehorses. This is amazing, Miles said. This isn't the cool part. Niles opened a door next to his desk. After you. What's in there? Miles asked. Technically, it's a walk-in closet, but I don't really need a walk-in closet. So, what's in there? You'll see. Miles' scalp tingled. Was this a prank? Wait, was this all a prank? What if he walked in there and got a bucket of glitter dropped on him, or Niles locked the door behind him, and a hundred tarantulas poured out from the walls? Miles walked into the closet. Niles closed the door behind him and everything was dark. He pulled a chain that turned on a light bulb that hung from the ceiling. The four walls and the ceiling were covered in chalkboard paint and Miles was surrounded by words and diagrams and maps, all in Niles's tidy handwriting. Some of it was in code, some was in English. There was a couple of lines in what was maybe French. Directly behind Niles's head was an illegible chart labeled Operation Floss Across the Water. Written in a corner behind a milk crate full of dark socks, a prank that takes place only in the victim's mind.
Miles steadying himself across against the wall, careful not to smudge anything. It was like walking into a three-dimensional pranking journal. Welcome to the prank lab. Niles turned over two crates and sat on the yellow one. Miles took the blue. All right, Niles said. Are you ready to swear to the prankster's oath? Wait, there really is a prankster's oath? Niles pulled a yellow slip of paper out of a penny loafer on the floor. Of course, nobody knows who wrote it or when, but it comes from the International Order of Disorder, a loose confederacy of pranksters that flourished a couple of centuries ago. Raise your left hand. Shouldn't it be my right hand? That's for normal oaths. You know, the right is in French. Droit means law. But this is the prankster's oath. We're outlaws. The Latin word for left is sinistra. Like sinister, that's us, the mischief makers. Miles raised his left hand. Repeat after me. On my honor, I will do my best. To be good at being bad. To disrupt, but not destroy. To embarrass the doer and amaze the merry. To devote my mind to japes, capers, shenanigans, and monkey business. To prove the world looks better turned upside down. For I am a prankster. So be it. So be it, said Miles. Perfect, said Niles. I hereby declare us the sole members of the Yanni Valley chapter of the International Order of Disorder, hereafter known as the Terrible Two. Great, said Miles. Hmm, said Niles. I feel like we need a secret handshake or something. Yeah. They sat on their crates and thought, I've got it, said Miles. Hold up two fingers. Niles did. Miles did too. He touched his fingertips to Niles. High five, said Miles. But that's just a high two, said Niles. Roman numeral five, said Miles. Miles grinned. Niles laughed. It was official. And so the terrible two got to planning their first prank. <laughs>